Food is fuel for your body, your mind, and definitely your sport. But let's face it, nutrition is confusing and the expectations on girls and women to be thin and have a six pack are exhausting. If you've ever been frustrated with your body, confused about nutrition, obsessed with eating healthy or guilty when you don't, underate, overate, or overtrained and overwhelmed with all the pressure, then this podcast is for you. Nutrition can be easy. You can take control of it, but it might start with letting go of control by asking for help and making a change. I'm Lindsay Elizabeth Cortez, sports dietitian and owner of Rise Up Nutrition, where I empower female athletes to overcome nutrition concerns and perform at their highest level. To stop being confused by all the mixed or harmful messages and finally have confidence in your body as a fierce, fit, and fueled female athlete. When I think about my journey with nutrition, it's always revolved around athletics and sport in some way, shape, or form. You know, starting at a young age, I was a child gymnast. I joined gymnastics around age six or seven. And, you know, of course, it started just for fun. Like most of the sports I did, I did soccer, I did basketball, I did skiing. You know, it was all fun for me as a kid. But if you know anything about gymnastics, like being disciplined and regimented is like the epitome of the sport. So I did really learn how to become really disciplined and regimented. And I became very competitive at a pretty young age. I was always hard on myself when it came to sports because I always, yeah, I guess I was just competitive. I wanted to win. I wanted to be better. I wanted to make it to the next level. You know, in gymnastics, it's like you master one skill and now you got to go for another one. You got to do some sort of combination or one back tuck isn't enough. You've got to do a double back, right? Like there's always another level to be. And later on when I joined in high school, when I joined the track team, you know, it was the same thing. Like, you know, you're do a race and you get a time and well, you want to get faster the next time. You can always be better. You can always improve. And that competition and that drive was just with me at a really young age, but it always felt good. I definitely always, you know, felt proud of myself and it was fun while doing it. And nutrition was certainly a part of that. The funny thing is that as an adult, and doing what I do now as a dietitian, I can look back on some of my habits and behaviors with food back as a preteen or in high school, and I can see with clear eyes that that was not a healthy behavior that I was doing. You know, I was counting calories by age 14 or 15. And mind you, this was before I had a smartphone and before calorie counting apps even existed. So how I even learned to do this and how I even picked it up, honestly, I, I don't even really know, but I was doing things like that. I was counting my calories. I was keeping a food journal. And again, these are things that now as an adult and a dietitian, I'm like, oh my gosh, that was not healthy. But honestly, I'm being really, really honest with you. At that time in my life, when I was 15 years old, I didn't really see it as a problem. Honestly, at that time in my life, it was something that was just part of my structure and my routine and my regimen. And at that time, I thought it was helping me. Whether it was or wasn't, I thought that it was. I generally speaking had energy and I was happy with my performances and I was performing well and 
yeah, I might've been restricting my food. I might've been a little concerned about my weight, but it was nothing that was really interfering with my life. So I was able to kind of continue doing that. And quite frankly, like I said, I was excelling at sports and I was able to make it to that next level that I was working so hard for. Not so much in gymnastics. Sadly, I did have a career ending surgery there, but I really excelled at track in high school, won a couple of championships and made it to that next level. And I competed track and field at a division one university in college. And I was so excited for this. I was so excited to train at a higher level you know, to be division one. I was excited to work with a coach that would really help me dial things in and tailor things to achieve my peak performance. And on top of that, I was also chose to study nutrition since I did have that interest. (laughs) Since I was counting calories at a young age, I, I was interested in nutrition. I was intrigued by it. So I decided to study it. And it just felt like in college, it felt like, you know, everything was lining up for me. You know, I made it to that next level. I had some goals. I was studying nutrition. Just all felt like things were gonna be great for me. But honestly, as the years passed, I guess I became, well, disappointed in myself. I didn't really achieve the things I wanted to. And, you know, I always had hope. I always kept working. But I think by senior year is when really I realized that the past eight plus years of my life of being so driven and working so hard and pushing my body that maybe I hadn't achieved the goals I really wanted to. My senior year times weren't that much better than my freshman year times. I wasn't as good of an athlete as I wanted to be. And that was upsetting. It was frustrating. I felt like a failure. And the worst part about this was that after so many years of pushing my body, uh, senior year, I was injured. I had this chronic hamstring injury that I just couldn't get rid of. And I spent so much time in the athletic trainers and doing rehab. And ultimately, I wasn't training at the level that I wanted to senior year. I was doing maybe half the workouts that the other girls were doing and just, you know, spending time on the bike. And while doing that, I gained weight. And again, my adult dietitian self is looking back on that time saying, oh, it wasn't that much. Why was I so upset? But at that time, it was uncontrollable. I couldn't exercise at the level I wanted to. And so I was gaining weight. And here's the more frustrating thing. I was studying nutrition. I was a nutrition major. So (laughs) believe me when I say I was doing everything I possibly could not to gain weight. I was counting my calories. I put myself on a diet. I was making sure that I was only eating healthy, clean foods. I was really eating salads and focusing on fresh fruit. I have this memory right now of being in my senior year house and like, meal prepping salads for the week. I was trying so hard and I I knew I was looking at those textbooks and I saw all the research and I was reading about low fat and low sugar and high protein and I was doing all of that and yet I was gaining weight and I couldn't control it and I was so frustrated. And the worst part about this is too that as I gained weight and as I restricted my food more, I did have more cravings. I remember my roommate senior year baking. She liked to bake. And 
I just was craving that food so much. Everything she baked, I just, I couldn't get my mind off of it. I was craving it. And then I would allow myself one because I knew rationally that I should be allowed to have, you know, one cupcake or one brownie, whatever it might be. So I would have it. And then I would feel so bad about myself because now I was contributing (laughs) to this body that I didn't feel comfortable in. Now I was... I felt like I was working against my goals. I felt like a failure. And in all honesty, this did lead me to throwing up my senior year of college, which made it even worse because not only was I a failure in my sport, not only was I frustrated with my weight, but now I was a fraud in my career, my future career. I was a fraud because I knew that this was not a healthy or sustainable behavior. You know, I had read and learned about eating disorders. How could I possibly be engaging in this type of behavior when I know better? Sadly, I don't really have a happy ending for my senior year. It kind of just fizzled out and I decided to look forward to the next phase in my life. But the truth is that summer I was still so unhappy with my body and yeah, just kind of wasn't the most amazing end to my senior year. So I, throughout that summer really is when I realized, you know, something has to change because what worked for me in the past won't work for me forever. I could not keep counting my calories. I could not eat less than I was. Rationally, I knew I couldn't. Clearly, I could not work in the field of nutrition if I was doing compensating behaviors. In the past, I would exercise more if I had to do extra runs, extra crunches, but when I was injured, I couldn't. What worked in the past won't work forever. So that summer after senior year, I really embraced a more intuitive approach to nutrition, body, and training. I would say it was that summer that I really allowed myself to just move my body. I stopped classifying things as workouts or exercise and just focused on daily movement, you know, going on walks with my mom. I also just gave up on that whole dieting and counting calories piece. I found mindful eating and intuitive eating and just eating what I want, when I want, and just trying to enjoy food for what it is. I stopped caring about how my body looked. I was so frustrated with all those months and years of of trying to control it that I just stopped trying to control it. I stopped weighing myself. I stopped trying to fit into old clothes. I just bought new clothes. It was a fitting time in my life. I figured I'm going on to get a master's degree. Maybe I need to buy some more professional clothes anyways. And I just changed. I changed what I wore. I changed uh, my mindset. I just decided to exercise or really more so move, just move for fun, move in a way that felt good. Don't push yourself. Eat what you want. Eat in a way and eat an amount that feels good in that moment and just move on. So the plan was great. It worked for a while, quite a few years. And I think this time was really important for me because I I did learn a lot about just body acceptance and 
moving intuitively and eating intuitively. It was a really, it was a really challenging time in my life, but a really good time in my life for, for me to embrace those aspects. But, <laughs> but as I'm getting to, it wasn't all sunshine and rainbows because the truth was I wanted to be a competitive athlete. I do expect more out of myself. I enjoy training. It's not always about just movement for me. I really enjoy training. I really enjoy setting a new PR when it comes to running. I really enjoy being strong. I also believe in the power of nutrition and functional foods. Of course, I believe in intuitive eating, but as a dietitian, which at this point in my life, I was on my way to becoming one, I, I believed in the power of functional foods and in performance nutrition and how to fuel your body to achieve something physical and mental that you want to. I want to be great and I want to be proud of myself and I want to be proud of my athletics and I want to be proud of my body. And that's when I really realized, you know, that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be intuitive eating or competitive athlete. It doesn't have to be body acceptance or being super fit and in shape all the time. The truth is you can be a competitive athlete and have fun with your workouts. You can be a competitive athlete, fuel with the foods you need and with the food that you want. At this point in my life, I can, you know, wear my my watch on a run. I can analyze that data, but not depend on it for my day-to-day -day happiness, right? I can focus on foods that have good lean protein to help fuel my body, and I can eat ice cream. It doesn't have to be one or the other. It can be both. It can be all of it all at the same time. And the most amazing thing is when I realized this and I allowed my body to start training again, I allowed my mind to be competitive again because that's who I am as a person, right? Those years when I was embracing just, you know, my body and embracing just movement and embracing intuitive eating, that was so great. But I also felt like I was neglecting that side of me that wanted to race, that wanted to train, that wanted to compete, that wanted to, to be disciplined with my nutrition because that feels good for me too, right? So all those years, I felt like I was neglecting that. And again, it doesn't have to be one or the other. It could be both. And that's exactly what I do now. And I have so many instances of just when I, when I do hit that PR, just last spring, actually, there was a, a virtual half marathon. And I remember that week I stepped on the scale, which is a rare occurrence for me at this point, but I stepped on the scale and I was like, oh, wow, that's a solid like six pounds more than I thought I was or, or then, you know, I feel like I am like internally, I felt like I was training so well. So I must be, you know, some weight and I stepped on the scale and I was actually six pounds higher than that. And I was like, well, okay, whatever. And then I went and raced that half marathon and I crushed it. I got my second fastest time ever. And it wasn't even a true race. It was a virtual race. I was by myself. So I was like, wow, I just crushed it. Right. To be able to step on the scale and see a number and move on and then go just crush a performance. That is the most amazing feeling. About two years ago, 
my husband and I did a 20K trail race in Texas. And this was the longest trail race I had ever done. So I decided to go into it with no expectations as far as time or placing because I had done trail races before, but not that length. So yeah, we just went for fun. We made a weekend out of it since we traveled for it, made a weekend out of it. I even remember our food on that trip. I did care about my pre-race meal and the night before meal but we were trying to have fun. We went out to a restaurant. I enjoyed, I'm over the age of 21, clearly. So I enjoyed a glass of wine. And then that race, we just went out. I let just having fun lead me and I won. I won the whole thing. I had no expectations of that. And I remember just crossing that finish line and I felt so strong. I felt so energized. I felt so proud of myself. And I was like, this is it. You know, this is what the last 15 years of dieting, restriction, confusion, frustration, intuitive eating, competitive nature, just embracing it all, like it all accumulated. And I was like, this is it. This is that feeling that everybody is striving for. And I have it. And it's just the most amazing feeling when your hard work pays off, but when that hard work was easy when it was enjoyable, when it came naturally to me. Training was fun. Eating was enjoyable. My body was my body and I was proud of it. And I was so proud of what it accomplished and I couldn't wait to do it again. That's the feeling that I want everybody to have when it comes to their nutrition, their body, their athletics. Even if you aren't a super competitive athlete, I think there's no doubt that we can feel proud of ourselves when we achieve something, even if it is just going to the gym and lifting some higher weights or running for two minutes longer than you did last time. We feel proud of ourselves. And nutrition can help you do that, but it might not be in the ways that you assume. It might not be in the ways all those messages on social media or in the magazines are saying. It's in a way that only you can find for yourself. But I just want you to know that it doesn't have to be one or the other. It doesn't have to be doing a diet or doing intuitive eating. It doesn't have to be body acceptance or crushing your body in the gym. You can have a balance of making nutrition and training feel easy while still achieving your goals. And if you're struggling with that, if it's not easy for you, that's exactly why I'm here because I've been there. I've been the person that's been frustrated. I've been the person who's saying, there's no way I can eat less than this. Or there's times when I did somehow, I, I toughed it out, I guess, but it didn't work. It didn't last. It just hurt me more in the end. I've been the girl who's seen so much potential in herself and yet it wasn't happening. So if you are struggling with any of this, that's why I'm here because I've been there. I've walked the walk. I've been through it and I've overcome it. And I don't want you to have to go down the exact same path I did because I'm not going to lie. It took years and it took tears too. There's a better way. There's a quicker way. 
And if you need help in achieving that, all you have to do is get in touch with me. All you have to do is send me an email or connect with me and we can see how we can do this for you. We can see exactly what it is you're struggling with and where you really want to be and what you really want to achieve. And we can get you there. I have no doubt in my mind. So take a look at the show notes of this podcast. And I'd love to hear what you think. Share this with somebody else if you think they need it. And again, if you see yourself in any of those stages of my former self, just reach out and we can talk about how to get you where you really want to be.